you've got to be really clear that the intention of your marketing is to get to know people, build relationships and generate interest so that you can make an invitation to uh, your sales process. The internet has made it easier than ever to start a business. Succeeding on the internet, now that's another story. The big question is, what are those who are succeeding doing differently? This podcast has the answers. Hi, my name is Lisanne Murphy. I've spent the last three years running a successful advertising agency. I noticed with certain clients, I ran into the same problem over and over again. Their offering was just not grabbing the prospect's heart and wrestling them into purchasing submission. Why? Many of these business owners were so far down the road in their journey and so in love with their product, they forgot who they were serving, missing some essential steps along the way. So I'm pivoting focus. Join me as I go behind the scenes with the most brilliant entrepreneur minds to demystify the nitty gritty marketing hacks needed to be successful before spending thousands on advertising that ultimately separate the internet legends from the dreamers. In the previous episode, Josh Carey told us all about using podcasting as a tool to create content and grow your business. So be sure to check out that episode full of Josh's great energy and coaching. Today, our episode features Josh's marketing deep dive, talking all about keeping your family first in business. And who hasn't really struggled with that? It's so important and he offers tips for your priorities too. So check it out and let your family see the benefits of being first. Welcome to the Marketing Matrix podcast. I've got the amazing Craig Severinsen with me here today. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Yeah, you bet. I'm excited to be here. Uh, we are just so excited to have you guys. I've had the opportunity to get to know Craig over the last couple of months, and this guy is legit. He throws it down when it comes to marketing. He's got an amazing heart, so I'm so excited for you guys to get to know him better. I wanted to take a minute to just introduce him and then give him a chance to blow us away with his story and with what he does with his clients because it really, really is remarkable. So Craig Severinsen works, works with entrepreneurs and consultants who are ready to build a multiple six-figure business by growing their personal brand. Craig's, Craig helps them to land more clients faster than they think possible through organic LinkedIn and Facebook strategies. He got his start in public relations and marketing, working for large companies such as Edelman PR and the Walt Disney Company. His success there led him to become the head of marketing, PR, and fundraising for a large nonprofit in Utah. There, Craig found it was not uncommon for other nonprofits to see his success and ask for advice. Soon he found that he was in the position to help all of the area nonprofits to raise more money. Soon after, Craig founded Brightworks PR and Marketing. The ability to land good clients has become an obsession for him, and he has honed in his skills and methods in order to help others grow their business quickly. Now he uses that knowledge to accelerate the revenue of successful entrepreneurs ready to play a bigger game. Oh, guys, I just like, okay, before, before I let him take it away, I just have to say that he's got experience in every sector there is entrepreneurship, the private sector, and the public sector. So like, talk about a well-rounded individual. Let's give it up for Craig. Thanks so much again for being here. You know, I've never thought about it like that, but uh, I, I like, I'll take it. I'll take the uh, well-roundedness. I didn't, you, you're right. I did, uh, I did work in all like three areas, huh? That's pretty cool. 
Yeah. Well, I think it gives you a really, really unique perspective. And, and I think I probably recognize that because that's my story as well. I've worked in every sector and it helps me in my work. And so um, from, from one sector hopper to another, I think it's a great thing. <laughs> well, awesome. So why don't you, for, for people that aren't as familiar with your story, um, like we get, we had like the, the, the skeleton background, but like dive us into like how, how you got to a point where you're ready to be an entrepreneur and, and start working with clients on a really high level and taking, I mean, taking businesses into the multiple six figures is like, that's not a small thing. Like how did this happen for you? Well, it's really interesting. Uh, I got the opportunity to work with those big companies, uh, Edelman, PR, Disney, like these huge uh, billion dollar companies. And uh, I just never really felt like I fit in and I didn't understand why. And hindsight 2020, right? Um, like I actually, I really got serious about my business um, when, when I was at the nonprofit and I started consulting. I was like, hey, I kind of like this consulting thing. Um, but I actually created it right before I landed the Edelman PR job right out of college because I graduated uh, during the Great Recession. So it was like there was no jobs. I didn't know if I was going to get a job. And I was like, I'm just going to do my own thing. So like looking back on it, I'm like, oh my goodness, like I've always been an entrepreneur. You know, and if you go back to like the roots, like I was the kid like selling candy bars and pencils in school. You know what I mean? Like I've always kind of had that flair. But really what set it off for me was uh, I was, you know, it kind of fell in my lap a little bit with the consulting, but I wasn't really charging a lot. I was more doing that like on the side and just like out of the goodness of my heart because I wanted to help the other nonprofits in the area. But I was sitting in my office and um, my second child was born and I'm sitting there and I'm looking, you know, at my screen and I had just finished one big project and there's like this weird waiting time between that and the next big project and there was really nothing to do. And so I was like just sitting in my office, you know, I, I should put that in quotes because it was kind of like an oversized closet. And uh, I'm sitting here and I'm like, I've accomplished, this is seriously what went through my mind. I'm like, I've accomplished everything that I wanted. I've got, you know, a great salary. I've got a team under me. I've got control. Yet here I am pretending to be busy when my son is at home and, uh, you know, brand new newborn and I should be spending time there. And it just was like a breaking point to me where I was like, this is, this is not how I want to live. And I went home and I talked to my wife about it and uh, we were like, yep, let's do it. And uh, we seriously, I quit my job, moved across the country. I moved my family into my parents' basement. So we had, we had, uh, you know, two kids and uh, we actually, you know, there's a little bit of time there. So the kid was born and then there's a little bit of time pregnant with a third one and living in my parents' basement. And I just went all in and just made it, made it grow. And like I said, I, I started out with like really bad clients and it became an obsession to get really good clients. And so that's kind of how I progressed into it. Right. And also like I started out as a pure PR firm and I realized that my strength really is in helping other people perform really well. So consulting and coaching was a pivot I made that I just, I, I wouldn't go back cause it's, it's something I really love to do. Oh, that's amazing. So like, so it sounds, it sounds like it was, it was this evolution um, and not necessarily where you were like, this is the direction I'm going and this is, this is what I'm doing. Uh, walk us through like some of like the, the, the mental stories you were telling yourself as you were like trying to figure out how to find something that you were actually aligned with. Like, I, I love how you talked about how you were like, I had everything I wanted yet. I was not fulfilled at all. Like what was that mental journey? Like, 
you know, I think that this is true of every entrepreneur because business is about, uh, well, two things. Business is about pivots. It always is. Like you're always constantly looking for what is working and what needs to work a little slightly better, right? Like there's always just little tiny pivots and the culmination of those pivots leads you, you know, small things lead, lead to big things, right? Culminations of small pivots lead you to big monumental shifts. Um, so that's number one. And then number two, like, you know, business is also just, this was a mindset that I, that I kind of learned early on was that um, you can't avoid problems. Problems are inevitable, right? Like business is not about avoiding problems. Business is about how do you show up to those problems? Because it's just constant problem solving, right? So instead of like fighting against um, the struggle, you've got to learn how to embrace it and and just like dive into it and, and i think that that's the number one thing i learned through, through the beginning stages of my business and i continue to learn it now is just you know things are rough sometimes and uh, it's just a, a eternal optimism of this is a game i'm gonna win or this is this is this is business and it's gonna turn out okay you know this is really interesting this is coming up for me you know a, a thing that i talk about with my clients a lot is we all get this imposter syndrome right like can i really uh be charging this can i really be doing this like can i really deliver even when you've like got proof that you can do this like you've done it a hundred times like me i've done it tons of times where i've gotten people from like below six figures to multiple six figures and it's like um i still have that imposter syndrome sometimes and the thing that i that i tell my clients and i've really embrace myself is that the difference between uh, an imposter or a fraud and a person of integrity is that when things go sideways, the fraud disappears, but the person of integrity, they stick around. So like, mm -hmm. as long as you can commit to being there and commit to your business and commit to your clients, yeah, you don't have, you don't have anything to worry about. It's going to turn out. Okay. You just need to keep moving forward. I love that. That is so powerful. Yeah. And that's a phrase that I, I've been thinking a lot about in my own business is like, like those that win are those that don't give up. Like you just like keep trying, you keep pivoting, you keep using what you're learning and like, you'll, you'll, you'll have breakthroughs. Like you just, but you can't, you can't give up. And like you say, like eventually that imposter syndrome will, will melt away because you grow into who you're, who you're trying to be. Yeah, you know, it's really interesting is, and I would put a little tweak on what you said, because I think that what I've seen with uh, myself and with my clients is that those that win the biggest are those that decide to win first. Mm. It's not just about not giving up. It's about deciding to, I'm going to do this. It's going to get done. You know, this is like really kind of a woo-woo thought, um, but it, and I'm not really a woo-woo guy, but like I, I heard this on a podcast or something and I, it comes up every once in a while for me where um, it, it's, it's a, uh, when, when the, you've got a big goal you're working towards, I imagine it already done and I'm just walking towards it. It's like, it's already done. I've decided it's done and I'm just doing the actions to make it happen. And it, like it makes that. a difference in how you show up. I love it. We're, we're going to make t-shirts with that on it. I love <laughs> it. So Craig, tell, I would love to dive into your experience where you realized your gift of helping people grow organically. Like, was there a particular client that you had where like there was like this breakthrough or like, was it something that you tried in your own business? Like where was that moment where you were like, Oh my goodness, like this organic thing, it works. And I know the key, like what, walk me through that moment or with that client. Um, you know, so this is interesting, uh, really interesting conversation. Cause I think everyone goes through this, like how do I niche down or how do I even like fine tune my services and the key to 
premium rates, like really raising your rates are twofold. One is finding your niche, your target audience, right? But then two, like having a really clear result. And, and one of the things I realized is that um, when you start talking in terms of like, this is what I help you accomplish. So with me, it's like, I help you land more clients or I help you make up to $100,000 in 90 days, right? When you start talking about this is, this is what we want to accomplish, 90% of the time, the person doesn't really care about the pathway to get there. Like they care as long as it's ethical, they care. But what they're more concerned about is, do you have a pathway and does it make sense to me? So when I realized that, um, I kind of stopped trying to, because actually before I started being just like purely organic, I was helping people land clients, but I was using like, I had like a menu of marketing tactics that I was teaching, you know, like you could do networking or you could do uh, webinars or you could do this, you could do that. And it's like, um, that's nice, but it's confusing too. You know what I mean? Like people, I, I think we feel like everyone wants these options. They don't, they want the result and they want a pathway. So they want you to show up as the expert, right? So uh, I chose organic social for a couple of reasons. One is I think there's a gap in the marketplace. You know, we've got a lot of gurus out there talking about how do you make automated webinars or how do you launch or how do you do the X, Y, Z. But um, I think the step in between these wide net tactics, like, you know, putting out a webinar for hundreds of people to see is using organic media to grow, social media to grow a base of clients that gets you to the $250,000 mark in your business. Like that's kind of a missing step. So one, that was, that was one. And then two, you know, my whole thing is how do you land clients faster than you think possible in this day and age, there's nothing faster, nothing more effective, nothing easier than organic social media. Now I say it's easier, but it's not easy. You know what I mean? Like you've got to put, it's simple, but you've got to face, you know, you got to put in the work if you want the results. There's no easy button here in terms of like done for you, right? You've got to actually put in the work, but there's nothing faster than organic social media. So that's why, that's why I leaned into that. I love it. So, um, talk, talk to me about like some of the roadblocks that have come up for you as you've been on this journey. Um, man, just in general, are you talking about like from the beginning or recently or what's the, um, let's, let's go with like, since since you recognize like your your need to find a direct path for people to walk and to get that specific result you were talking about um yeah you know i think first of all there's a big pivot i made you know it's been like two years now where if we had this conversation two years ago again i would have been using like the menu of marketing tactics like here's some options for you but the other thing too is that I was really like holding back in terms of like my promise and my value proposition. So like I used to say, hey, I'll help you learn how to run a, a six-figure business. Whether or not you make six figures is up to you. Like you got to put in the work, but I'll help you learn how to do it and your business will be capable of it. And uh, I was pretty successful with that. But like uh, I actually had a mentor, where I was, he asked me what my value proposition was and I told him that and he said to me, Craig, that's that's BS. You know, he didn't, he, he used more vulgar language than me, but he's like, that's BS. Either, either you can help them do it or you have no business helping or you have no business working with them. And I was like, this is a, this is one of those moments. He's calling me to like step up my game and take more responsibility for my clients. And that was a big shift for me to say, you know what? He's right. Uh, I'm only going to work with people. I know I can help them reach that, you know, $250,000 level. And when I raised that, that uh, level of um, like quality on myself, 
I also raised the level of client I was willing to work with. And so now like getting the right people in into my program or into working with me is super important. And, and it makes a huge difference. You know, a, a motto he told me that I use all the time is stop looking for clients, start looking for success stories. Like you should be looking for people who are ready to do the work that you got and are just gonna be knocking it out of the park. And that's how you build momentum, reputation, word of mouth, like it all comes with that because you, you raise your level of clients. Um, but anyways, so I kind of jumped the gun. So, uh, I'm, I'm selling that, that program. Right. And, uh, I, I get to six figures. I'm, I'm having like 10, 15 K months. And I think I'm like the big deal. Right. I think I'm awesome. Like the game has changed. I've got here. I've made it six figures. Booyah. The game has changed. And so I decided to go the route of, uh, webinars and courses. Uh, I had a, a coach at the time pushing me to do that. And, uh, it was kind of bad advice. I watched my business go from that, that six figure plus mark to the last month I was doing it, it was 500 bucks. That's what I made. And what I learned was, uh, yeah, I call, my, I call it my $200,000 lesson. So that's probably, I invested a hundred grand probably in, uh, in ads and in building these courses and stuff like that. And I probably lost out on a hundred thousand dollars because I just lost, you know, all my, all my revenue. But, uh, what I learned was a lot about, you know, I'm really glad I went through it because it led me to what I'm doing today with the organic social. Because what I learned was that like, if you don't have a proven product and if you don't have the money for ad spend, then those wide net tactics don't make sense. They, they are perfect for you once you reach that $250,000 mark and beyond. Like right now, that's what I'm looking for. I'm launching a, you know, a lower level course, uh, but it's because I've got the base of something proven that's providing the background, you know, to push that through and, and the money and cash flow to really afford to do it. But anyway, so, so I, I, I watched my business kind of crumble. And that to me was that moment of like, okay, uh, do I, do I throw in the towel? You know, I made 500 bucks. Uh, that's not enough to even like pay my rent or, you know, get food on the table. Like what do I do here? Um, or do I, or do I pivot? And, uh, that was that moment where I was like, okay, I should go back to what I was doing. And, and I really redefined a lot about myself and about my business in that moment. And it was, it was tough, but I mean, it led me to much greater success. So. I love that. Well, and it also like, like it, it, to me, what I heard in your voice was conviction. Like it led to you being solid in what you're doing and the power that it has. And like you say, the place that it has in the growth of a business by, by using those organic strategies. I love yeah. it so much. So uh, what, what is the general framework that you walk your clients through? Like, can you give us like an overview of, of, of how, how this organic strategy works? I mean, because taking people to 100K in 90 days, like that is no small feat. You know, there is people like lining up, lining up for that. So what, tell, tell us about that framework. So, yeah, so it's a little bit, you know, you've got to look at the foundations, excuse me, the foundations beyond also um, just your organic social media strategy. So there's, when, when you talk about landing clients quickly, accelerating revenue quickly, there's really three things I look at and uh, I call them the pillars of profit. So the first is your, what you're actually selling. So I, I want people to create what I call scalable packages. So lots of us, especially when you've got like a service in like the B2B space, we think that, um, um, uh, what, what are they called? Proposals. My mind went blank because uh, I hate them so much. I, I block them <laughs> from my mind. Uh, that proposals are the way to go, and it's it's really not. You want to you want to focus in. You know, think about think about this. If you were to work for like a multi million dollar company, like a Fortune, you know, one thousand company, uh, 
they're not going to hire you to come in and be a generalist, whatever. They're going to hire you for a very specific thing. And uh, so you don't need to be doing a proposal. You need to have a package around a very specific thing. And, uh, and it's got to have a specific result and you've got to be able to deliver it. And here's the thing too, is that your capacity is going to determine how much money you can make. So you need to make sure that you're charging enough money that you can scale your business. My, my lowest threshold is $250,000, but one package could take you anywhere from $250,000 per year to almost a million. Like you can get up to seven, $800,000 per year on one package. Imagine the focus that you would get if you were selling one thing. If you're selling one thing to one audience, imagine what that would do for you. And imagine how like that would change your business in terms of like, you could delegate, you could build team, you could have a consistent revenue. So having that package is step number one. And I know that we're talking organic social, but like we're not even there yet, right? Like this is like the foundation to getting that is that you need to know who your niche is and you need to have something that they actually want. So your scalable package, step number one. Uh, the next pillar would be then controllable and effective marketing, which I use organic social. And I've got kind of a funny name for it. I call it Smito. And when I say Smito, you have to say it like this, Smito, like you've got to, you got to commit to it. Okay. So, so I want everyone at home, like when you think about this, you got to be like Smito, right? But it stands for social media direct outreach, you know, and it is exactly what it sounds like. So it's, it's an approach to Facebook and LinkedIn. That's really twofold. One is connecting with and having conversations with and just talking to uh, your ideal clients, right? So like you're actively connecting with people, you're actively starting conversations. And then two is building your authority through content. So you're like, you know, if you're on Facebook, you're doing Facebook lives, maybe you're running a group, maybe you're doing, you know, content or, or LinkedIn, maybe you're writing articles or you're just like posting in on your wall, on your uh, feed, but you're building authority around what you do. You know, and the combination of those two things will start to get um, leads for you. And, and I said leads on perfect, perfect purpose, not clients, because one thing you got to remember is that the purpose of marketing is to generate leads, not to generate sales. And this is, you know, we can confuse the two when we're doing like, you know, a webinar or when we're, because like they're kind of mixed together or when we're doing like ads or something like that, it's kind of a little bit more muddy. But when you're using organic social media, if I show up in your inbox and I'm like, hey, buy my stuff, you're going to be like, hey, go away, right? Like you're, you're not going to respond to that. So you've got to be really clear that the intention of your marketing is to get to know people, build relationships and generate interest so that you can make an invitation to uh, your sales process, which would then be the third pillar, have a value centered sales process. You know, there's a lot of negativity around sales but it's 100% possible to have a really natural, really valuable sales process that is also really effective. And, uh, you know, so I push everyone to have, you know, when you're selling a, a, when you got your package right and you're getting enough leads in the door, getting on the phone with somebody um, is a good investment of your time to make sure that they're a good fit, to make sure that you're a good fit and to close the deal. And you can start closing, you know, really high-end uh, packages in one phone call when you take that approach. I love that. That is powerful. When I love how like it, it I, how you have this, um, you have these bookends on either side of, of the actual like activity of organic outreach. Like you have to have something that creates a specific result, solves a specific problem, and you have to like be killer at fulfilling it. And you need to be giving value and, and 
just blowing these people's mind. And so, and without that, the organic, it, it can't be effective because. Yeah. And that's really interesting. You say that it's uh, you know, this is maybe a whole different conversation, but when you start talking about, um, you know, what is job security to an entrepreneur? It's a mix of uh, retaining clients and obtaining new clients. Like you cannot, I always say marketing today is clients tomorrow's. So you cannot take your foot off the gas when things are good because getting a client is a lag indicator of all the other activities that you've done. So if you stop today, you might not feel it tomorrow, but next week you're not going to have any clients. And uh, then it's going to take you two weeks to get it built up again. Right. But anyways, um, really, really good marketing doesn't feel like marketing and it should be interwoven into your service delivery so that you can retain your clients. And so it really is these bookends of like your marketing and how you like your, your ultimate result and the way you provide it is the thing you lead with. And then it's the thing that leads. It's the through line all the way through your relationship with your clients. And it helps you retain. It helps you grow. Like it's, it is the biggest foundation to your business in my opinion. Mm -hmm. I love it. So, and is, is the, is the company that you're, that like you do this, is that Brightworks? Is that? Yeah. Brightworks PR marketing is my, is my uh, company. Yeah. Awesome. So like where, where is Brightworks going? Like it's the beginning of the year. I'm sure you're thinking about it. Like where, where are you going this year with this thing? Um, so I'm just really, I'm at a point where it's all about exposure for me. So I'm, I'm looking at growing the brand in terms of, uh, just getting out there, you know, so I've, I've actually, um, I'm going to be doing, this is a little bit of insider baseball. I'm sure that you, you love it, but, uh, I'm actually going to be leaning a little bit more heavily on my own personal brand, the Craig Severinsen brand, uh, to like build, uh, that personal brand. And then, uh, the Landmore clients intensive is the name of my 90 day program. I'm going to be leaning a little bit more heavily on that, that brand as well. And, uh, the ideas that just getting out there doing podcasts like this speaking, and uh, get more people, you know, into those programs so that they can make a ton of money and grow their business. Like that's really ultimately what I want to do. I want to help people really, I, I, we didn't really get into this, but part of the reason I started, well, we did get into it. Really, there's two reasons I started my business. One was to spend more time with my family and be like, have absolute freedom on how I spend my time. And then two was, I was just really frustrated with the way corporate world treats their employees. So uh, my mission is to really empower other entrepreneurs to do that. And uh, you need money in order to do those things. So let's make it really easy for you to live a life that you want to live. I love it. When I love how like you're, you're living your goals, right? You're here, you're on the podcast today and I know you're out there hustling and, and getting your word out. That's amazing. So what's the, and this is something that I've, I've been asking a lot of people over the last, over the last month is like, what, what is a problem you're thinking a lot about in your business that you're trying to solve? Um, like me personally, what's a problem in my business I'm trying to solve? Yeah. What, what are you thinking about? Like when you're eating lunch and like it, it's coming to you and you're like, man, I really need to figure this out or I need to focus on this or. You know, I think that, well, so two things come to mind. Cause I think that there's like the short term, what am I working on? And that is uh, uh, my signature talk and getting out there. That's, that's one problem I'm focused on right now. Like, but that's more of a project than a problem, right? Where it's like, what well, you know, really developing those, the, the, the talking points and the brand and then getting out there. Um, but a problem that I think that constantly I face, and I think everyone does, but it's just like, I really um, care a lot about my clients. And so like, I am constantly thinking about the people in my programs 
And I'm constantly trying to think of how can I improve this and make their results faster. So, I mean, that's, if you ask me, what do I go to sleep thinking about and what do I wake up thinking about? That's, that's what's on my mind is what is the, what is, and it's individual people, you know what I mean? Cause like, I, I don't, I don't work with like millions and millions of people. I work with a very select few. And so it's really nice that I can actually think about them, think about their problems and tailor the programs to really help them break through and get, get results faster. But that's, I think constant improvement of my program and my work is always, always on my mind. I love that. Well, and how, how valuable is it to like have a coach where like, like you're not the only one thinking about your problems. Like your coach is thinking about your problems and like, and how your business is growing. That's awesome. I love that. Yeah. You know, I really view uh, the relationship with, um, you know, it's funny. I, <laughs> I always hesitate calling myself a coach cause I feel like I'm more of like a coach is this is really insider baseball. Uh, but a coach is like really like, Oh, the answer's in you. Like, like, what do you think? I'm more of like a consultant where it's like, no, we're going to do it this way because that's how we're going to make money. And if you don't want to do it that way, go find somebody else, you know, but like <laughs> I, I view the relationship as um, both of us have to show up with a hundred percent responsibility. Like I'm going to show up with a hundred percent responsibility to give you the tools, the best practices, the guidance that you need to succeed. And you need to show up a hundred percent. I'm going to knock this out of the park and I'm going to do this. And when we both are at that level, that's when magic happens. You know what I mean? So it's like, we both have to be committed to, to the process. I love it. Awesome. Well, I, I've got uh, just a couple more questions for you, Craig. And one is this, and I ask everybody this and I always love their answers. What has been the biggest internal transformation that has happened for you as you've been on this journey? Hmm, the biggest tr internal transformation it's it's a difficult conversation because signing up for entrepreneurship is a uh, is a journey of self-development like it's never it's never ending um i think you know you just it, it uncovers your demons it uncovers your insecurities it i i'm i'm gonna you know sound I, I don't know maybe like cocky here but like i grew up kind of like with the golden touch like i never was like i was a smart guy i was pretty talented and i never really felt challenged and uh being an entrepreneur knocks you down like a million pegs right <laughs> like you figure out uh all the things that like you struggle with and uh being able to recognize your demons faster i don't know that you ever beat them you know i, I think that we're human. And so every new level of success, the same demons come knocking on the door. You just learn to recognize their knock quicker and shut them down quicker. And uh, I think to me, that's been the biggest uh, transformation for myself is just the confidence of recognizing that's not real. That's a story or that's, that's, uh, that's my insecurity or that is um, fear talking. And let's shut that down and let's focus on the facts or let's Let's focus on integrity. What would, what would integrity be? And uh, those things really have strengthened me as a person. Mm, I love that. Thanks so much for being willing to share that. So if people want to follow your journey, get in touch with your personal brand, use, your, use Brightworks as, as a place where they can find these organic strategies, how can people follow up with you and find you? Uh, practice what I preach. So LinkedIn and Facebook are the best places to find me. Um, I run a Facebook group. That would be where I would push uh, most people to go to. So um, growth strategies for marketing entrepreneurs is what it's called. If you search Craig Severinsen on Facebook, you'll find me. Uh, but Brightworks PR is in public relations is uh, my website. 
and uh, you can check me out there. Awesome. I love it. Well, I will post those links in the notes so people can find you and follow you. And Craig, it has just been a joy to have you on the show, uh, to share your brilliance, to share your story, to share. I love how you call it insider baseball to like, give us the insight of like what's going on in the mind of, of Craig. It's just been fantastic having you. I'm from St. Louis, you know, Cardinals baseball. It's, it's everything's baseball here. So, you know, that's, that's the way it works. Yeah. It's been a pleasure too. I'm glad that you invited me. Thank you so much. Thanks for being here today, listening to the Marketing Matrix podcast. We value every single one of you and we love providing value for you to implement in your business. If you've benefited from listening, please drop a rating and review for our podcast. We thank you in advance. Stay tuned for our next episode where I interview Craig Severinsen, a dynamic coach who helps his clients hit six figures with organic marketing. Come listen in next week as he reveals one of his powerful tools he offers to his clients. Have you already grabbed this week's freebie from the Marketing Matrix Toolbox? All of our podcast guests offer you free tools to help you grow your business and yourself. If you haven't checked it out yet, go to toolbox.themarketingmatrixpodcast.com. And if you haven't gone to check it out lately, remember that we are constantly adding new resources. Join our marketing conversation in my free Facebook group called Facebook Ads for Coaches, Course Creators, and Lifestyle Brands. So join this awesome community of people trying to master the ad game and scale their business. Go to www.facebook.com slash group slash Ninjas. All right, guys, thanks for being here, and we'll see you next time on The Marketing Matrix.